Michelangelo, man. Hey, dude, chill out. I'm totally cool. No need to be bugging. That is, unless, of course, you're hungry. Ow! Oh, come oh, on. Man. who we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already seen it all. That's affirmative. Now, have you guys been watching Don's Retro Total Event Recreation Devices? Yeah. I mean, totally sweet. All right. Whoa, visual aids. I don't know, dude. They look like big TVs to me. Leonardo, do we get cable or what? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. In case you haven't figured it out, we're into this music thing. Totally happening. And our master splinter says that you can do more good with music than with any pair of nunchucks. <laughs> See? All right. Well, dudes, and besides, the toys you get to play with are twice as fun as any weapon you could use. And if you don't believe me, check out this next one. These instruments are amazing! Whoa, dudes, give it up for Donatello! Gearhead Supreme! He made every one of them! We love you! Thank you! We love you! <laughs> give it up for Donatello, Gearhead Supreme. <laughs> Splinter lied to you. <laughs> he lied. <laughs> You think you could do more good with nunchucks? Uh, absolutely, you could do more. I wish I could nunchuck this fucking album into the fucking sky. Hello, everybody. We're here on Make It Stop. Bad music. Good times. <laughs> and uh, I'm Heather Mack. I'm Mike Dunn. <laughs> and we're back in the back in the shop, back in the saddle, to discuss uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles album, movie, and movement tour. Tour, yeah. Tour. Uh, pizza, brought to you by Pizza Hut. Yes, brought to you by Pizza Hut and, and Oprah. And Oprah and 1990. The stench of 1990. It's just wafting from every, oozing from every orifice of this, um, of this uh, majestic monstrosity. And here with us to uh, to dig in to. You know, I don't know. I don't know. What's a pizza-related pun? I got nothing. To Grab slurp up some slices with us is uh, our friend and yours, Scott Curland from the Writer's Bagel Basket. Hey, guys. What's up? I feel like I'm in a horrible Corey Feldman loop because anytime I am asked to do a podcast now... You are. <laughs> it, it, it has to do with Corey Feldman, like Lils and Pat of... Um, Jukebox Zeros made me do his album and now oh my god I listened to part of that episode that is I gotta finish it I really that that I gotta listen to that album we have to discuss that album Anthony Fantano come on the show so we can do that album yeah we're waiting for you Anthony Um, don't do it (laughs) I went crazy Yes, yeah, so that is shout out to to uh, Lils and Patrick of uh, of Jukebox Zeros who actually you know connected us. Yeah. Uh, to, thank you and uh, why, but thank you um, for doing that uh, because not only are we connected to discuss. Um, terrible art but also we grew up very near each other and we both have careers in community media yes. so shout out to that yes shout out to supporting your local public access tv station which is going to be defunded almost entirely by the fcc in the next you know <laughs> whoever knows couple months year uh it is it is a it's a it's a wild thing if you live in a state I mean, Massachusetts has some of the best like protections for public access than anywhere in the country. Um, but public access in general is 
is a space where you can get your ideas out on the airwaves and have access to, you know, broadcasting studios and and capabilities and equipment and training and all that stuff. And we are funded almost entirely from a small, small percentage of the profits of like Comcast and RCN. And they're trying to weasel their way out of that and say that they don't need to pay us anything whatsoever to provide the amount of money that they waste on other stuff. So they spend for community access, they spend about like 25 to 35 million dollars and they make about 35 billion dollars a yeah. year. So pennies. Yes. It's like it's like basically saying like let's defund the library. You know what I mean? Like and and I'm sure that Ajit Pai would if he could. I'm sure that Trump would if he could. Actually, I don't want to give them any ideas. Wait, Trump, if they're giving out to books this, for free? <laughs> yeah, I know. What? And you <laughs> are loochers? listening to Pod Save America. <laughs> okay, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry, no, but I'm true. not sorry. It's really it important. Suck. Well, this is becoming like Game of Thrones, so we'll see who's around soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We're all going to lose our jobs, and we'll lose our podcast, and it'll be fine. We'll be we'll be out there on the sidewalk with our <laughs> with our smartphones. With our phones. can of beans and our bindle. <laughs> yes, with our can of beans. We'll listen bindle. to bad music for Four pennies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Just out there with a disc man, like, bring it on. <laughs> Let's go. Great. I'm going to have to beg people to give me a bagel basket. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, uh, yeah, how much differently would my life have turned out if I picked up a pair of nunchucks instead of a guitar, you know? I, I mean, would have been way better off. Right. Great segue. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's talk about what this is. And I'm going to be honest, I don't fucking know shit about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I never watched them. I never read the comics. I never seen any of the movies. I will definitely mix up Splinter and Shredder. I don't know which one's the bad one. Dog. I, it's, it's, I cannot express to you how important the Ninja Turtles were to me. I need to hear it. As a, as a child baby. Okay. As a young turtle, as, as a little like, tadpole, tell us like about... My earliest memories are of Ninja Turtles. Like That's wild to me. Please I, do go on. I mean, I loved the show. I read the comics. Did you have the cereal? Uh, I'm sure I had the cereal. I collected the collectible cards. I watched all the movies. And I remember watching this concert video, the Ninja Turtles coming out of our shells 1990 tour concert video. I remember renting it from the video store when I was five years old. Unbelievable. I was there. Um, (laughs) Because I remember I was fiending for Turtles content. And I remember my dad, like, trying to dissuade me from renting it. Like, he knew. He just knew looking at it. What, what, like, because I was just like, sweet, another Ninja Turtles movie that I've never seen. Mikey, like, don't do it. <laughs> and, um, Pretty soon you'll be liking wrestling, and then what do we do? <laughs> Did he call it wrestling? I uh, I didn't get into wrestling until I was an adult. So okay, well, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles definitely reminds me a little bit of wrestling. Yeah, not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, and, it, they're all bi- you know big personalities like wrestlers. They all have distinct personalities, distinct color schemes. Yeah. Heels um, and faces. Th- it's all about selling toys, and sell- and apparently it's all about selling pizza because yeah. this was sponsored by Pizza Hut. Which um, is weird because the movie was sponsored by Domino's. No, it wasn't. It was sponsored by Pizza Hut. No, no, no. Like no. the Ninja Turtles oh. movies. The first movie. The first movie, they okay. eat Domino's in it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. Michelangelo put so much salt in a slice of Domino's pizza. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, it is flavorless cardboard, so <laughs> but spice it up. I had to go back to the cereal because it was basically just marshmallows and Crispix. Great. I love Crispix. It that's was my the favorite greatest, cereal. Right, mine too. It was like the greatest thing. It was like mixing Lucky Charms and Crispix. That's amazing. How the, did I not fuck with that? Yeah, what the fuck? 
Um, but I remember renting this movie, this video, and just being confused. <laughs> and like, where are their shells? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why did they come out of them? I don't think that they can survive with yeah, their shells. Uh, wouldn't they? Maybe die? go back in your shell. Well, here's the thing: is that they, if you watch the movie, they never actually take come out of their shells. You know, so false advertising. Y- yeah. Um, but second of all, it's just... well, because then they'd be like a weird little like wimpy Gumby creature with. Well, I thought warts. they didn't have their shells on when they're in on stage. I thought they literally are out of their shells. No, what? Oh, because they oh have wait, their, you're right, you're right. Because they right. have their jean jackets on. They have their on. jean jackets oh, on. Yeah. yeah, they're wearing cool clothes. We stole this from Bruce they have, they have some they're very They're playing like a BC Rich bitch guitar. Th- yeah. The throbbing, gyrating plastic thighs. Really... <laughs> There's some weird moments there. Friends. And apparently it was uh, Michael Showalter and uh, Ben no. Garant from the state in those costumes. Yes, yes. I, I looked this up. Oh, my God. Because Michael Ian, or not Michael Showalter, Michael Ian Black. Michael Ian Black tweeted about this. He was like, <laughs> yeah, well, I dropped, out of, I dropped out of a prestigious acting school to become a Ninja Turtle. Uh, and I was oh like, God. oh, he's doing a bit. And then I, I looked more into it. And no, like no. he literally dropped out of acting school at 19... To hit the road on the coming out of our shells tour. Wow, that was his first gig. How and so like how ambitious was this tour? Did they really? They went like all over the country. Did they, was this an international tour? Is this? I don't know if it was international, but it did come to the Boston Garden, and my dad took me. It was at least national, and I wouldn't be surprised if they went to Canada. Um, Ooh, international. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but the weird thing about it, I think, I mean, there's a, the whole thing is just bonkers. This is the, the whole conception of this. But the very strange thing about it, as you listen to the album and if you watch the, the tape, is it seems to have been put together, like, like whoever wrote the book for this musical... Uh, yeah. I don't think knows anything about Ninja Turtles. I would use musical in the loosest <laughs> terms. <laughs> like, there's nothing Ninja Turtles about it. About the lyrics, or, there's very little. I mean, it's a very thin connection. Like they don't talk about any of the villains they fight. No, they don't talk about any of the people in their lives or talk about anything. They, at all. they talk about playing pizza. music, pizza, and wanting to bang and tubin. <laughs> and that's everything I know about the fucking Ninja Turtles. I mean, maybe not the tubin, the subterranean surfing where they have like alligators and grass skirts for some reason. They're that's... not on the bayou. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. Well, it's New York City sewers. There's definitely alligators down there. <laughs> and apparently Ninja mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So, okay. So like, what was the appeal of the Ninja Turtles to you guys? Like, why did you like it so much? Because it was so clearly so important to you. Uh... <sighs> Do you want to go first? I was awesome. That's what yeah, I mean. I was, was, just, I was, was five, awesome? six, seven years old. Yeah, and the you know there weren't. It was the most like current um, action cartoon I think, and I think the best executed. Okay, like I never really. I thought Captain Planet was like just kind of whack. Uh, yeah, I, t- I thought Captain Planet himself looked. Whack. <laughs> it looked like toothpaste. Are get we just a trying to start a fight with Captain Planet right now? Like, <laughs> yeah, Captain Planet, go. get at me. <laughs> I mean, instead of this one versus one. For me, yeah, it, heart power. Okay, <laughs> for, sure. For me, it was um, basically Ghostbusters and this. Oh, okay. Because the Ghostbusters cartoon and this were on back to back. And what I loved about it is it had the three things I love. I love turtles. Um, you do. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> you genuinely love turtles. <laughs> I love turtles. Um, uh, and uh, karate. Because he, yep. he had a fucking sword. I can swear, right? Yeah. Yes. He had a fucking sword. This is an explicit sword. podcast. <laughs> yes. And um, 
Pizza. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can't argue with pizza. But I'd never understood why they were raised by a rat. Well, the rat, I mean, they both, it was because they they all got stuck in the same um, mutagenic ooze. You know, it was just well, yeah. kind of a happenstance. No, I, I know that, but the, of but they all were, the animals to pick, why was it a rat? Because, because they, they were in the sewer. That, okay. That, I, that's I just literally, like, I can't think of, like, any sort of pop culture that I, like, was really experiencing at that age, I guess. I mean... It was, like, when I was, like, eight, I started watching The Simpsons, and that was, like, everything. But, like, before eight, I can't think of, like, anything that was, like, important to me pop culturally. You didn't get up early for the Saturday morning cartoons? Like... Uh, You know, I watched, like, Rugrats and, like, fucking, you know, Rocco's Modern Life, but that was, like, I remember being older, and, like, I loved that shit. It was great. Like, I guess Ren and Stimpy, but then again, I was older for that, too. Like, no, I, don't, I don't know. It did. I didn't have those formative years that, the, you know, but I feel like I missed out, apparently. Well, Ninja Turtles was the first movie I saw in theaters. Like, wow. Yeah, my dad gave me a test. I had to sit through three movies at home, back to back, in order to go to the movies the next day. <laughs> and it was Back to the Future, Duck Soup, and Harvey. He started with black and white movies. <laughs> And then went to end it. Man, with he back. put you through the ringer. Wow. I was on I was on a giant roller coaster of emotions. I was like, why is he kissing his mom? <laughs> That's like one of the times I've like faked sick to not have to go to school and my mom made me watch Amadeus, but <laughs> jokes on her, that movie rules. It wasn't my mom who was laughing at me. It was God. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it was about the Ninja Turtles. Um, I just think they were cool. I think, honestly, I based my life around trying to be like Michelangelo, yeah. and I still am. I, I'm a party dude. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell for those of us who are uninitiated, what are kind of the characteristics? Like, what's a basic storyline? I know a very basic storyline, but like, or should we just assume that everybody listening to our pop culture podcast they're probably no, I'm yelling, sure they're, they're the yelling at us. I know, like it's fine. It's it's fine. It's not fine, but it's fine. I'm sure there's some folks out there who don't know. So the Ninja Turtles were four teenage mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> they uh, they lived. In, they were regular turtles living in the sewer of New York, minding their own damn minding business. Minding their own damn business. Uh, uh, um, then TGIR. A bit of uh, mutagenic ooze. Uh, falls into the sewer, they get into it and it makes them grow big and the uh, super intelligent and the ability to speak. They're raised as children by an, a rat named Splinter who also um, got uh, like their, news, but uh, But actually, no. He's like their dojo, right? He's like the... So he's actually, here's the thing. So there's sensei. a, there's a divergent origin story for Splinter between the movies and okay. the cartoon series. The movie is better. The movie origin is better. In the movie, he's a rat and he uh, he gets caught in the ooze with them, but in the TV series he was like actually like a, a sensei, a, sensei, a karate sensei mutated. who gets turned into a rat. His name is okay. Ruku Saki. Yes. Oh, wow. And uh, he, uh, he gets turned into a rat. So anyway, they're raised by Splinter um, and they just, you know, they grow up and they, they're down... Uh, in the sewers and they learn to they learn karate from this rat and they decide to go up to the surface and start fighting crime yeah. and there's this guy Shredder who is uh, Rukusaki's rival mm-hmm. uh, like he's an evil uh, karate guy of course um, basically Jet Lee from Lethal Weapon 4 yeah. cool. that's he, a deep cut for everyone and Shredder is you know he wants to take over the world and uh, bend humanity to his will in this, uh, this turtle's uh, fucking coming out of their shells, his goal is to build a machine 
or he yes. has built a machine that will eliminate all, all music. music. Right. Yep. And yes. the four turtles are your favorite is Michelangelo. Yes. Mine's Donatello. He's the science geek. And oh. do you know the lyrics to the intro? Because that sums up their personalities right there. <laughs> I, I don't, but you can uh, go ahead and sing it. <laughs> Leonardo leads. Donatello does machines. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Raphael is cool but crude. Michelangelo is a party, party dude. dude. I love it. Yes. I would be a Michelangelo too. Yes. I'm a nerd. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, and uh, the voice of Elmo was the voice of Splinter in the movies. <laughs> so have that blow your mind. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Elmo wants to teach you karate. <laughs> I mean, it does check off every box of like a young boy, particularly in the 90s, like slime, pizza. Oh, and they also had giant skateboards. Oh, yes, they skateboards. skateboarded too, yes. So I guess that's the part. So I was reading, because I felt bad about like not knowing anything about the Ninja Turtles, and I was like reading the Wikipedia, but it started out as a parody of, of like... Daredevil. Yeah, of like yeah. a bunch of different comic books. And yeah. they were like, let's do something that's so absurd. And then and someone came around and was like, hey, we can merchandise this. Here, let's make some action figures and see what happens. Because and then it just E-Man. fucking exploded. Yeah. So that's wild. Like, it started out as kind of like a joke. Yeah, and it was then, like a parody of like the Frank Miller, like 80s, like gritty style comic And actually, books. I think um, I think Alice, my husband's uh, parents, were like close with the creator of Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, Kevin really? Yeah, because he's from uh, Amherst or Northampton or whatever. He's out there in Western yeah. Mass. Um, you can get a whole. There's a comic book store. Up they there. used to have a. Uh, they used to have a museum that was dedicated to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But if you look at some of the graphic novels there, he like went in and he signed a few of the books like secretly. Yeah, that's so, that's so, cool. So you could be like, because uh, I bought one of my friends a graphic novel for his birthday, and he's like, "You got Kevin Eastman to sign it." I was like. Yes. <laughs> so so the whole thing is like, it's not super, it's not complex. It's like, you know, a bunch of cool things layered on top of other cool things that are like innately appealing to kids, which there's not ne- necessarily anything wrong with that, except for the fact that uh, at some point you're going to get way too ambitious and do a multi-city <laughs> fucking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hour mar- and a half long <laughs> concert tour. The marketing just got out of control. Yes. Like it was so lucrative. I had all the fucking toys, and I was like barely making new memories. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all of your friends. It was just you and your little bathtub, like your little tugboat and your <laughs> Michelangelo. Much. Yes, ex- literally that. <laughs> I had the van, and I had. So my grandmother, my nana, bought me the Ninja Turtles van, but she didn't know action figures came with it. So she got me two Bill and Ted action <laughs> figures <laughs> to go. <laughs> She's like, this goes right. I was like, that rules. No. <laughs> that was, Grandma, that's you're a crossover on point. We, that actually would really work. Would work, yeah. Yeah. But surprisingly, they didn't fit in the driver's seat. You could put them in the back, but you couldn't put them up front. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a problem I, I had mixing and matching yeah. with that van. I, I, I rode that van till the wheels came off, I'll tell you. That turtle's van. <laughs> so Literally. <laughs> yeah. So this so this came out in 1990. It was the video, the VHS tape, which allegedly I have watched <laughs> at my home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we watched we it. We watched it. At one point. Yeah. Um, you don't remember, like, Shredder had, like, weird eye makeup I, and... <sighs> Listen, I guarantee I was violently stoned it and is... probably fell asleep, like, midway through, because I do that. It's very tedious. It's a, it's a tough watch. Yeah. So I didn't rewatch it because, like, you know, stoppy as I have, a, you have, I have principles. <laughs> I have principles. I have values. But it, the fact is, it was filmed at Radio City Music Hall. 
it was released originally as a pay-per-view yes. and pre- con- presumably all of these children had to be escorted there by grown adults and i'm just i want to know <laughs> like i need to interview uh an adult that was at this event because it looks like from the video you can see these the adoring eyes of these four-year-olds with their doesn't remember taking me. Yeah, right <laughs> so you went to the actual tour to the boston to the boston garden one because my sister my mom took my sister to see new kids on the block so i this was your new kids on the block yeah which now i kind of wish that i went to new kids on the block (laughs) (laughs) you gotta (laughs) well they're a make it stop candidate too i mean let's be real here i mean no just because their songs on this sound like like it's the weirdest amalgam of like new kids on the block new jack swing Don Henley is yeah, yeah. and then like a pseudo like hair metal ballads but like the let me tell you the production on this is as thin as the concept <laughs> I wish they just took normal like songs like dust in the wind and be like I close my shell for a pizza and the moment's gone I mean that's basically what Macaulay Culkin did with the pizza underground yeah. so if he can pull it off well how much better would the pizza underground have been if they were all dressed in these like <laughs> prosthetic Ninja Turtle listen costumes. I mean like yeah if they if or especially if they like guard it up you know what I mean like they're they're the costumes are pretty elaborate. They're pretty ridiculous and absurd. And like I said, there's some meaty meaty thighs. <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing is they do, they do not skip leg day. The turtles. No, they do not. They they it's all that skateboarding. This, they had this coincide with the first one, so it came out after the first movie came out. Which, and, by the way, Heather, the first Ninja Turtles movie is good, and you should watch it. Sam I, Rockwell's in it. I think I watched. I watched the third one. Oh, at no. A, no. No, I did it for no. a disaster piece because we do the kids' disaster piece here and I have it on VHS. So we watched that. The, no, the third one is an abomination. It's, it's bad, yeah. It's bad and it was funny. So. Yeah, the cast in the first one, like there are so many cameos from now famous people that it's so weird. It's like you have Sam Rockwell and Elias Coteus. It's It's weird, but it's... Fantastic. So this was wait, but I I cut you off to tell Heather to watch that movie. What you were saying something about the first movie? The first uh, this mo- coincides with the first movie. It like so the first movie came out, then this this came out at the end of 1990 to like hop on that bandwagon. So there was no rest between this and Secret of the Ooze. So it it's almost like three movies came out and then a shitty third movie came out. Yeah. And so, like, this thing was not even, like, it didn't, obviously, it was, it was, like, they were at, like, their cultural zenith in, like, 1990. Like, they were, you know, they were super popular all over the world. And they even have a making of documentary of this. Yes, which I also watched. I watched that too. And that's it. it, And it presumes that they are all really turtles and like does like backstage interviews with them as turtles, which I think that was the one that my dad tried to dissuade me from renting because he had already watched (laughs) the concert documentary with me and he was like, We're done. (laughs) You don't, you don't. And I'm like, It's the turtles, of course. It's a turtles videotape that I have not seen. To prep, of course. Oh my god, Paul podcast, Dunn, you were correct. <laughs> to prep for this podcast, not only did I watch that, oh my god, listen to it and watch the behind oh the scenes. No. I watched the Oprah special. <gasps> yes, and it is the most fascinating thing. Okay, because she does not want to be there. She is so goddamn miserable. She's like so like she's got the fake you report. Like, 
pizza. <laughs> yeah, and there's a guy who's really into it in the back, like just watching it. And you're like, "Where's his kid?" And I told Heather today, I'm like, "I think it's Stedman." <laughs> like, like I'm only doing this for Stedman. Oh he said he'll finally marry me. He never did. <laughs> oh man! Oprah, get my Ninja Turtles cup for me, will you? <laughs> Uh, should I, we watch? Should we just pull up a little clip of the Oprah special? Because yeah, have that not, one is very funny. Let's. I was it. watching uh, a little bit of it. Oh, it's really, it's really ha- forced and unfortunate. It's like she again. Yeah, she's very. She's like after the break, pizza party. Like you can tell she's. She's like you get a pizza and you get a pizza. Oh, this was before the you get us. Oh yeah, no, it's way before that. Yeah, she's like, oh man, if I walk in on Stedman in another Ninja Turtle costume, this was, oh, this was shoulder patch frequent the weight interspecies. Fluctuation. The, yeah, let's 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 listen to that clip here. This is uh, the part where uh, we hear um, from I don't know one of them with the red one. I don't know, it's probably the cool Raphael. dude, Raphael. Oh, Raphael, cool but crude. Yep, yes. he's pretty cool but crude in this one. Let's uh, let's take a listen. Let me ask you this: Do you sometimes wish that April was a turtle? Whoa, oh, definitely. Oh, conceptually, that works for me. You know, I'm a turtle. Where you going? Oprah. Man, I cracked myself up. <laughs> Oprah, I've been okay. trying to talk her into an interspecies relationship for months now. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> when, Chill, man. And she won't do it. Huh? She can't no, hold her breath. No, she can't do it. Her. The biggest problem is she can't hold her breath long enough, you know? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so that's, something, uh, that's something we forgot to touch on in the Ninja Turtles lore is that there's this reporter named April O'Neil who hangs out with them. They are teenagers, I want to reiterate, yes. and they are turtles, I want to reiterate. Yes. And she is a human woman, woman. Adult. Adult. In both Raph and Raphael and Michelangelo both want a banger. Yeah, yeah. And there's some serious sexual tension going on. Yeah. Even on the cartoon show. And in this video, it's just tension. Let me tell you, the faces of the people who are trying to... Thank God that all the turtles have masks on, because I can only imagine their, like, well, plastered grimaces behind that. Like, <laughs> She's yeah. played by Sherry Renee Scott, who is a Broadway actress. Wow. And... And so much wasted talent in this well, like production. If you, if you listen to April's song, it sounds like a Broadway song. Right. It's like the highlight of the whole album, I would say. Well, well, we'll discuss. All right. I feel like we've definitely discussed enough about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles lore and... Um, we should probably get into the music. I, I got about 20 more minutes of lore I could go I into. know, right? I can't do <laughs> no, it. I, let's I, talk I, about Baxter Stockman. Yes, Baxter Stockman. Bro, let's talk about Krang. <laughs> Krang. Oh. Krang is a humanoid brain. Yeah, and then you got Bebop and Rocksteady. It's a, a rhinoceros and a warthog. Of, of course. All right, track one <laughs> is called... Uh, what the is it called coming Please out of our shells? Please kill me. Coming yes, it's coming called. out of our shells, the title track. Yeah. Let's uh let's go ahead and take a little listen here. Sorry, something went wrong. That's Spotify intervening. <laughs> Where? Are you sure you want to listen to this? <laughs> yeah. Um okay. Oh god. So this is coming out of our shells. When there's music inside of you You know that someday it's got to come through That's why we're here and we're telling you true We're coming out of our shells, yeah 
hear the rhythm and you're moving your feet. All right. <laughs> Cowabunga, dude. <laughs> yeah, what a way to set things off right, just with a power ballad. An intimate acoustic ballad. Apparently the songs were written by Kansas. <laughs> really? No. no. God. I, I was ready to believe Me it. Me too. <laughs> Fucking don't play with my heart no, like that, No, but that sounded Scott. like a Kansas song. It does. It does sound. Yeah. It's got that 12-string. But in the video, it's like, you know, a little more up-tempo, and they have some drums, and they have some... But it's still... I mean, it's still that. It's yeah. still fucking that. There's a separate, There's a rock version that didn't make the album. That's the one that's on the video. Yeah. But they're, neither is... It's I mean, so... It's, they're both terrible. It's yeah. really bad. Well, my favorite is when... It's so uncool, too. If the whole, Im- like, implication of an appeal of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is that they're supposed to be, like, the coolest... I mean, they have, they have fucking sleeveless, you know, jean vests. My God. Like, you know, and skateboards. I'm convinced skateboards. they stole that from Bruce Springsteen. It's, it's so Simpsons Sing the Blues. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there it's are, so fucking, like... There are no skateboarders who listen to music like this. Like, come on. No! This has... N- I don't even know... What? Where? What? What? <laughs> you okay, you need a minute. <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay. So in in that Oprah, they special? show up out of the stage like fucking Kiss, and then they then they <laughs> s- it sounds like a Christian rock ballad. Like what? What? I don't know. Well, when they played this on the Oprah special, the look on the kids' faces, um, <sighs> when they start singing, because like the kids, the kids are there with like action figures, and they start playing "Coming Out of Our Shells," and there's one kid. I sent you the screen oh, grab. Yeah. And there's two kids sitting there, and they're like. Huh? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, why aren't they? Why aren't they punching anyone? Yeah, it's like when fucking you know Homer Simpson decides to do a blues standard for you know and and when are it. we gonna get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> exactly, we're at the box factory forever. This like, is the box factory of albums. <laughs> I feel like with the advent of VHS uh, uh, video cassettes, like they started making a lot of material for for your kids that you get for your kids yeah and like plop your kids in front of the fucking I, idiot box for a little while and like. I think that coincided with a time where like music was considered like mainstream music was considered by a lot of parents to be like kind of scary for kids yeah and I just feel like they struggled so hard because you know you, you, we, you we're into like bad VHS and shit right and like we've seen <laughs> a, sure our are. share of weird Christian educational VHS yep. tapes and yep. shit like that and it's just like the music from all this early 90s late 80s shit made for kids is just so whack. It's so whack. Like, they just couldn't figure out, like, what, like, because as a kid, I knew this shit sucked. Right. As a five-year-old, I knew this sucked. I was five. I was a baby. I, yeah, I can't, I mean, you were just training for your inevitable podcast <laughs> 25 years later. Um, I didn't know any better. This bad. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, you know, just make them sound like... I don't know. It doesn't even have to be a scary music. It's 1990. Make them sound like Octune Baby by U2. That came out in 1990. I'm surprised that but they who, sound like Okay, but like ways. what self-respecting musician is going to play like soulfully and like, you know, is going to commit to doing a project like this? Like, Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Honestly, it should have been Vanilla Ice. It should have been. That actually would have been good. Because that's what Listen, he did Listen, I watched for... Cool as Ice with a group of teenagers, and they loved it. They were like, I want to watch this again. So Vanilla Ice did <laughs> it's a appealing. rap song for both the first two Ninja Turtles movies. This yeah. should have just been that. Dude, if they just went on tour with Vanilla Ice, it, it would have been, been great. fucking gangbusters. Kids would have <laughs> fucking loved it. They would have loved it. And I mean, they loved this too, I'm sh- to an extent. No, no, right? they didn't. No. They didn't? No, no. No. They're... 
No, that screen grab I sent oh. you. Oh, I mean on Oprah, but I'm saying like I mean at least on the video cassette it seemed. So did these tours sell no, I'm out? I'm telling you, I was oh a kid. yeah, it, that's the, what I'm saying. I remember this for from my five year old brain. I remember the stadium like. It was packed. Yeah. And my people da- went to these shows. My dad's like, yeah, well, once you buy the ticket, you're locked in. But once the music starts playing, like, did you're you were locked in. Yeah. <laughs> did you, did you, did it's you like, like people it who voted for Trump? Oh, who, no, I was miserable. You can't yeah. admit that you regret it. <laughs> me, I was Especially because like, you spent your parents' hard earned money on it. And it's like, oh, I got to <laughs> pretend. I got to love it. Well, yeah, look. My, my dad's like, this is terrible, isn't it? And. I was like, yeah. And he's like, let's go get a snow cone and we'll go to the movies. <laughs> Did you, you really do early? that? Yeah, we left early. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then we saw the Ninja Turtles movie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't. No, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a kid who watched this and remembers it fondly. No. I don't know, because when I looked online and was looking at the reviews and people's like IMDb stuff, and it's like, you know, I can picture myself back then as a little kid and just thinking this was the coolest thing. And like, boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> Five year olds right. are dumb. Well, you know what? I did watch MTV from a young age, so maybe I was just too fucking cool to begin yeah, with. Yeah, crude. And I wasn't cool. allowed to watch MTV when I was, not until I was eight. Yeah. No, I don't know why my parents let me watch it. Yeah, they, they shouldn't did. have. They, should, they definitely shouldn't have. I mean, but here we are today. That's something we should have took my dad to task for on the Smash Mouth episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why did you let us watch cool things when we were young, <laughs> so that we could tell our our friends what sex was well, at school? They, they don't even do the Ninja Turtles theme song. No. Yeah. Which was written by Chuck Lorre. Who created two and a half? Really? Wow. And he didn't get paid a fucking dime for it. Wow. Well. No. Well, he's made plenty more since then. <laughs> yeah. He's he, made more than enough money. Well, yeah. he, he talked about he does this bit called "Funny Then," not funny then, funny now, and he goes, "Got fired by Sybil Shepherd. Not funny then, funny now." <laughs> Didn't get a red cent from writing the theme from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Not funny then. Not funny now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Pay that man for something. I don't know. Pay this man. He's manny. So, <laughs> yeah. Rounders. <laughs> Thanks, John Malkovich. Teddy KGB. <laughs> okay. Pay this man. He's manny. <laughs> Jesus. Check it out, Stoppies. It's an okay movie. Okay. <laughs> Starring Matt Damon. Great. Um, shall we move on to uh, <laughs> Sing About It? Sing About no. It. No. Um, so also, just so you know, the, the track listing on the on the soundtrack is weirdly different than the performance, and I, it doesn't really matter at all, but there's all theoretically crap, some sort of like a story arc in the live performance that we went over with you already. We and told the, you the, the whole soundtrack story. soundtrack is completely like out of order so the story is that shredder wants to destroy music and fails spoiler alert like he does with everything else yeah all right so this is uh sing about it about it. I was listening to this and my wife was like, are you watching Baywatch? I'm like, no. <laughs> it sounds like... The- I wish you were. 
Can you? Can you please put on Baywatch? Goodness. Because it sounds like a theme song to a TV show. A shitty TV show, but it it like sounds like a, a turtle teaching a bunch of inner city school kids how to sing. <laughs> you know, the power of music was inside Donatello this whole time. He's ready to teach some urban youth. He's like ready to teach uh, urban youth how to sing. Like uh, fucking Bruno taught the Temptations how to make R and B music in uh, <laughs> the Return of Bruno. Yeah, yeah. Well, as you would know if you watched the actual concert, do you, uh, or no? Uh, was that Eddie Murphy? Fuck. Did I mix up my references? Anyway, whatever. I don't. I wasn't following. <laughs> Remember the Temptation songs? Like, oh no, that was oh, Bruno. No, that was yeah, Bruno. That was Bruno. Bruno. <laughs> Bruno, come hang with us under the boardwalk. boardwalk. Yeah, oh, I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what? <laughs> what do you say about something I, like this? It sounds like a New Kids on the Block song. Yes. Like yes. It, and then they start singing, and then it sounds like shit. <laughs> and they're again not saying any cool Ninja Turtle no. stuff. Like they said the word awesome. I think that's the closest they came to like capturing the spirit of the turtles, but mostly it's just they're just singing about how music is great. Yeah. And rhyming bad with sad. It sounds like like Christian rock. Like every yes. so- it's every song on the soundtrack sounds like Christian rock. I wish rock. it was Christian. At least it would have a message. <laughs> Okay, so they almost die from from the shredder. They find Jesus and they start a Christian rock band. Right, and April is is Mary, and um, you know, Splinter is what Shredder. One of them is Splinter is their a wise man or something. I don't know. No, this I just, is I just falling want them apart to very quickly. Just like this concept in this entire album and performance. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that that this sounds like Christian rock mixed with New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's accurate. And that's just not good. Yeah, you know, acceptable. I'm trying to think what was I into when and this came out, and it's like MC Hammer. Just get some Hammer shit going, right? Well, at Hammer least do some hip hop. At least do something. I mean, this, this was. But they the have a weird, uh, weird issue with hip hop. Yeah, they do. There's a song on the on the VHS that's not on the album called, and it's by Shredder, and it's Shredder doing a rap called I Hate Music. Oh my god. And it's just him let me see if it, I it's it's like chef kiss like it's amazing. Oh no. It's so bad that it's great. Here, let's let's listen to a little out. I hate music. I, I got it. <laughs> also I want to show you a picture of what Shredder looked like on the stage. He show. looks like D Snyder from Twisted Sister in like <laughs> S and M gear. <laughs> Heather. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. He's got how would you describe so why these? is his hate why is why is he fighting a rat he's a human being so because the rat was his sensei and he, they disagreed about something it, it was a woman so so well in the the movie it's a woman because um the rat his master was in love with this woman, so was I don't know Shredder. if I need to know, actually. It's messed you up. asked. Was, you, you should not have asked. It was definitely a, a rhetorical ask. So let's uh, listen to Shredder's rap, I Hate Music. I hate music and you heard it first. I love it way the band is under rehearsed. I hate music. I think it's the worst. I 
All right, that's enough. He also hates hitting a beat, apparently. Yeah, yeah, dude, the Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> yeah, so. but uh, I think the implication that you can draw here is that um, rap is not music. That's what they're basically saying, right? Yeah. Because if he hated music, he wouldn't be, and he thought that music that rap was music, he wouldn't be rapping. Otherwise, he'd just be a big hypocrite. Why didn't Kanye West just come onto the stage and be like, Shredder, I'm going to let you finish? <laughs> but you don't know music. <laughs> a, an 11-year-old Kanye West. <laughs> Shredder, I'm going to let you finish. But I'm sorry, April. I'm going to be really Beyonce. famous in like 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird. I like robots and teddy bears. MC Hammer had the best video of all time. <laughs> You can't touch this. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been good. But what is not good is this, and it's really bad. I feel like you're in a shock coma. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know what to say about it. It's like, really, it is very, very bad, and it's very empty. There's nothing to... I there's You can't even parse out lyrics, because it's just like... I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, I just think I just think about how excited I would have been if they just did a little bit more fan service, you know, just a, just just like do a little bit of research on the Ninja Turtles before you make them do a Broadway musical. <laughs> you know, just about <laughs> Imagine like doing an, a Broadway musical about like anything else and not referencing any of the like main <laughs> I mean, at this time, they, they did a Doonesbury musical back in the 90s. Like, oh, my God. So They were just letting anyone do anything, yeah. huh? This is like if you go to see The Lion King on Broadway and, like, all the songs are about ice cream or something. Yeah. <laughs> You know? Like oh, Simba really can't wait, wait to eat ice cream. <laughs> and it's brought to you by, you know, Baskin Robbins. <laughs> it's like Which is weird because in the newer ones, like Pizza Hut still represents them, but also Baskin Robbins gets in some of that ad money for the Michael Bay turtle movies. Oh, oh. yeah. I never bothered to watch any of those. Um uh, the first one is garbage and the second one is such a magnificent garbage pile that you have to watch oh. it. Like it's it's so bad it's we good. Like magnificent garbage piles yeah there's still they've made so many other versions of the ninja turtles since the version i grew up with that i i just didn't ever follow it at all as i understand it some of them are good the one with seth green and uh sean astin and the original Raphael rob polson um as donatello is really good yeah was that was the second one they produced because i think i yep. saw that yeah i watched a little bit of that but you know, it didn't have the same magic for me. This is definitely—I think this is definitely something that really draws you in when you're in that like preschool, <laughs> preschool demographic. <laughs> yeah, that critical preschool demographic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess... mean, that's a big demographic for you know. I know. What are preschoolers listening to right now? They're watching like lemonade. Uh, <laughs> they're watching weird Russian uh, YouTube videos yeah. about like injecting your butt and then. Uh, Being- yeah. Being pregnant. Yeah, and being yeah. Yeah, guys, I said lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> or lemonade. No, they like like JoJo, Siwa, and stuff. You guys don't know. They like uh, Baby the Shark. They like Baby Shark. That's yeah. right. I yeah. If we if you had just been watching Baby Shark, you would have been a much better off. Really? Done. You th- do you think you think these kids are going to be all right with after the after none Baby of them Shark? are going to be all right. I'm not having kids, and there's <laughs> <laughs> there's a big reason for it. Um. Okay, let's move on to Tubin. 
I guess. Tubin. So this is the one with the with the crocodiles and grass skirts, and it's about them, I guess, uh, tubing in the I sewers. don't know. I don't it's know. It's subterranean surfing. They're just tubing in the sewer. I I feel like, why are they calling it tubing? Okay, so this one I, I had to listen know. to three times to try and figure out what it was about. I can't believe you did that. Why did you do that, Scott? Well, I wanted <laughs> to see my ears bleed and my nose just basically hemorrhage. So. You've put in way too much work into this. Let me let me tell you. I listened to this today and I was just that was enough. All right. Uh here we go. Yeah, what all the kids love, just a nice surf rock track, I guess. Your parents remember the Beach Boys, right? Right? <laughs> That's not really a surf rock track. That is a surf rock preset on a Casio keyboard. Yes. Well, like, it, it's like, hey, kids, yes. do you want to go tubing? Yeah. How about in the sewer? Wait, what? Right. And also, let's let's perform this live action with, like, dance moves instead of having, like, at least this could be maybe for a cartoon and you have the visual of them, like, you know, doing something cool in a sewer, but instead you're just watching grown men on stage, like, do a weird shuffle. You, you brought up a really good point like if they did this for an episode of the cartoon like yeah. they eat some bad pizza and they start hallucinating and like it's a musical like and then you find out that they were all doing heroin so <laughs> <laughs> i mean they're in the sewers for a reason yeah uh, how they get down in those gutters but this beach boys track is is just utter bullshit it, it's so bullshit and it gets worse <laughs> Uh, I just don't get why they're saying tubing. I don't get it. They're, they're talking about surfing. It literally says T-U-B-I-N with no apostrophe. There's and, no. It was and just like, like on the stage show, they're not even in tubes. No, it's a it's a surfboard. But, but, or, or like, are no. they even doing anything on a surfboard, or are they just like shuffling, doing dance moves, imagining that? If they were on a surfboard, a... why would that still make sense? It doesn't make tubing. sense. It doesn't make sense. Tubing is just what I'm going to call having sex from now on. <laughs> Sliding in my slime. Yeah. <laughs> hey, ladies, wanna go tube? <laughs> what? Get on this tube. Let's go tubing. It's it's so like flavorless and bland too. I mean, it's just devoid of any uh, joy. It's as fucking sad as a Pizza Hut pizza, to be honest. Although they at this point still had the salad bar, and I guess you could get a little zesty. With yeah, nineteen ninety Pizza Hut was pretty. Not terrible. Yeah. It was pretty not terrible. I was, I'm not going to go ahead and say kick ass. I, I think. Like, oh my God. Hey, I got a free X Men comic when I went there when I was a kid. Hell I yeah, dude. Cool. I, I, had fond mem- I have fond memories of Pizza Hut uh, in the early 90s, and it, I feel like it went downhill pretty fast. Back then, it was still a parlor. You would go, you get a pitcher of Coke and some pizzas, and, and like it was an experience. Yeah. And then it just became it just became like a sad buffet that only old people go to. Yeah. Whoa, 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 Mike. Did you say Coke? Because they're a Pepsi product place. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I made that mistake once. I had a Pizza Hut for a kid's birthday. I was like, can I have a Coke? And they're like, excuse me. It's Pepsi. Are you serious? They were like, uh... And I'm like, thanks. They were like, I'm- get out! <laughs> I was like, thanks, I'm six, and it's my birthday. We don't care. <laughs> go to the Discovery Zone. Exactly. If I want some sad pizza, I'll go to fucking Chuck E. Cheese. I'll go to Showbiz. I'll go to Discovery Zone. There's so many more entertaining places to go waste my parents' money. You know what I mean? 
Discovery yeah. Zone was great. Shout out to Discovery Zone. Yeah, shout out to Discovery Zone. Covered in pee. Gave me Covered a, in a, pee. a staph infection or something. <laughs> no, it didn't really. I don't know. I, I mean, gave plenty of kids staph infections. We'll just say that. That's the price of fun when you're a, <laughs> when you're a child being left alone in a fucking anarchic Lord of the Flies-esque series of nightmare tubes. You would go surfing or tubing, rather. Tube, that would be appropriate. At <laughs> Here we are at Discovery Zone. So, are they talking about like <laughs> when you like drag like a tube, like an inner tube behind a motorboat, are they doing that? There is that nothing. In the <sighs> Guys, it's about drugs. <laughs> it's about fucking. All right. Wait, what drug? What what drug metaphor would tubing be? <laughs> I don't intravenous drugies. <laughs> oh yeah, because like, plunge in the tube. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they're doing hair. Okay, I get it. That's canon now. That's my head canon. <laughs> Is that they only did this for for fucking dope money? Oh man! See, where's the behind the, the scenes of that? Like, like Donatello. I want to fake behind the music for this entire experience. Like that'd Donate- be great. Donatello is like the straight edge. Like, um, oh my god, what's his name from um, Queen? Um, but uh, like Donatello is the straight edge one, and he comes backstage, and there, <laughs> there's Raphael with a giant pile of cocaine. Oh man, you're wasted again. I'll be down in five minutes. He just says something cool. And crude in response. Cowabunga! Like, like I suck, suck my turtle dick. <laughs> That's what Raphael talks like, right? Yeah, he's got the, that weird like oh, Sylvester man. Stallone. Yeah, like. they all sound like California surfer dudes. Like, hey, what up? And then Raph, Raph was just like, New York? Raph was just like, oh, I'm from New York. Well, Donatello always sounded like Corey. Feldman. I'm surfing it because like they needed to get Corey. <laughs> they got Tubin. Corey Tubin Feldman here. to do Donatello's voice. So Corey Feldman was like, oh yeah, come on guys, and then. Michelangelo does the same voice. He's like, what the fuck? Did you just steal my bit? Well, uh, everything we just invented is endlessly more entertaining than Tubbin, and I feel like it's what time to move on. What can you really say what about Tubbin? Nothing. I, we managed to for at least five minutes. All right, let's go. Let's go on to the next Skipping one here. Stone. All right, so this oh song, Skipping Stones, this is performed Wish by Splinter. I could Splinter. skip the song. <laughs> this one is performed by Splinter, the rat sensei. Rat sensei. And is a song... Just picture a Muppet doing Tai Chi. Skipping Stones. And it's a five-minute song. It's a five-minute song. It's the longest song on the album. And this is after he... Actually, let's let's play the quick clip that I had where he... um, It's the most uncomfortable moment of the entire show is when Splinter comes out and he's like, I taught my kids how to do music instead of karate. Oh, keep growing, seeking and finding yourselves. I hear you sing, and this is good. Music can <laughs> let you accomplish more than all of the weapons in the world. You can touch people. You can make a difference. And the difference is good. Practice well. Practice with the same focus that turned you into skilled ninjas. And take your music to all who will listen. It sounds so dirty. Oh, no. And now imagine that with a white guy doing a racist (laughs) Japanese accent. And I think that would be much more enjoyable. For everyone. What? Listen, Splinter, you're giving them terrible advice, and your music is not much better, so... Isn't it creepy when he says discovering yourselves when you're alone? Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, it was good. It was not good. It is not good. You're not... You're you're lying to them. You're destroying the arts. You are destroying the arts. But, um... 
it's okay. They put down their nunchucks for this, for these deep Zen koans as uh, skipping stones, which we are going to now play, which is right here now. Great. goes on for five minutes this is the song that i said was the don henley track like the, <sighs> it sounds like end of innocence like i know a place where we can go skipping stones i, I my note was uh is as if a peter gabriel song fell and couldn't get back up <laughs> oh, i like peter gabriel <laughs> oh i'm big i mean peter me gabriel too fan. but it does it sounds like i mean it sounds like, like peter like, gabriel uh, now uh, like, like peter gabriel doing the covers of famous songs um, no, I mean, I could, I could see like the timbre, the instruments. You get a little of that, like, of like song like Biko or something. The song needs but... a life alert bracelet. Let me tell you what, because <laughs> somebody needs to be revived. Like, well, give this rat some water or yeah. something. Clearly, I, I... rats do not have very much lung capacity, because my dude is straining. Because apparently, Splinter is going through his Rod Stewart, you know, oh. forever young stage. <laughs> Yeah, right? Like, but forever old. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see like them recreate the video for Forever oh, Young with young. with Splinter in the back of the the truck just singing this. Song. <laughs> the ter- the ter- like they did a bad job on the Splinter costume it's, on this. It's very scary. If you guys can google it. Uh, yeah, these giant like glassy dead eyes. I mean, they are literally made of glass. They they can't get Splinter right is... in Anything except for the cartoon I mean, and the comics, because in the new movie, he looks like a penis. What? If you look up if his look face, up, his face looks like a phallus, and he's played by Tony Shalhoub, which makes it worse. Oh my god! That I just don't understand. Choice. But what does it mean to get it right with a situation like this? You know what I mean? Like, I just like it. it everything is about as compelling as like a All person. Right, no, I just accidentally pulled up a bunch of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like furry porn. Oh no, no, <laughs> no! I just googled Splinter. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Splinter Penis. I should have thought <laughs> this out. Don't do that. I should have thought this out what? more. No, you're going to be on a list. God, the search history and like Spotify playlists, like we're we're doomed. Yeah, he's really doing like almost like a like a Tom Waits. <sighs> the skipping stones and the old man in the magician. <laughs> like, it's a man in a suit. You could make this sound like anything. They're all just, you know, lip syncing. Like I don't, I don't understand. So I'm actually, I think, I think a lot goes into the the way they make their lips move. Like, because I think what their lips don't even move. Well, they're, they're there's not, no um, like it's a person in a plastic fucking turtle mask pretending <laughs> to have emotions. The mouths do move, and I think what's not, going. Yes. Do they? Yeah, and what's going on is that there's a guy in the suit. There's the pre-recorded track of the vocalist. And then there's also a guy backstage with, like, a remote control making the mouths move. Oh, my God. <laughs> he just pulled a picture of Splinter from the new movie. Ew. That is horrible. He has a scrotum face. <laughs> 
That's that a nightmare. That is not just a that penis. Is a that nightmare. is an old man's penis. It's an old man's, like, scrotal sack. Yeah. Please kill me. <laughs> Those are some long balls that you sit on by accident if you're 80 years old. Jesus. Looks like a game this, of knip knap. Oh, this song sounds like long balls that you sit on accidentally <laughs> yeah. when you're 80 years old. Those are the skipping stones. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's confounding to me that they... Why is he doing they a song about skipping come stones? back eventually. Because they're attached <laughs> to my body. <laughs> God. Yeah, why? Why? Why it's any like a of yo-yo. it? yo-yo. Because it's supposed to be like some zen shit or something. I don't, I, I don't know. That's not zen. It, that's like saying, you know, P.F. Chang's is authentic Asian American. <laughs> of course. Everything about this is offensive, although apparently not the the not offensive accent enough for is me. not offensive enough for Mike Dunn. But, um, I, anything from the, the 80s, early 90s, like, I'm looking for a little bit of <laughs> shit that you can't get these days, baby. <laughs> that well, you know, old school entertainment. You know, what I mean? take. you know who the voice of Shredder was, like, right? Uh, no. Uncle Phil from Fresh, from Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince, yeah. Oh. On the cartoon. It's it's messed up. <laughs> what I need you to know is I know nothing about this, and I'm just <laughs> blundering my way through, which kind of sounds like the people involved in creating everything about this. And that's what's so wild about it is it's so elaborate. And it started out as a tour, and then they did, like, a second round of the tour. But then, like, the budget got cut, and they had to, like, cut half the characters and stuff. And that's, like, Well, yeah, because the, the second time they around... plenty of time I think to that's think the one I this. saw. I think I saw the second leg of when the When they tour. didn't have the dancing alligators in the grass mm, yeah. skirts? Oh. Yeah, yeah they and cut, they didn't they have Baxter Stockman either. Oh. oh, boo. You need Baxter. <sighs> I think well, I think probably what happened is... William H. Macy was too much money. I think what probably happened is that, uh, you know, people saw the first tour and said, oh, yeah, this sucks. And yeah. But, obviously didn't go to the But they the did it tour. again. And again, that's what I'm saying. Like, there were so many different sure moments along the way. the first time. Because, again, once you get the ticket, you're locked in. You're locked I mean, in. But the second time around, you know better. Fool me once. <laughs> the amount of attention and detail and obsessive compulsive disorder <laughs> done to pull off that set. You kind of got to give them praise. What? I know. I agree. I think the stage design and shit, I think it's pretty well put together. What? what which someone is, with which obsessive compulsive disorder. It's kind of like the forest for the trees kind of thing yeah. here. Because, yeah, maybe the individual people worked pretty hard on their little, you know, their little trees. But uh, the forest is burning. <laughs> like, it doesn't, the, the all of the pieces combined add up to something deeply flawed. I mean, yeah. It's a musical. You can't have the music in your musical be, be the least polished thing of the whole fucking show. It's it's weird because it's like the stage show that they used to do at Disney World for this, they did like an abridged one, oh was way better than this. I just... Because wow. they actually did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song. Yeah, I mean, that's what this sorely needs, is a little bit of energy. And that, the that Ninja song's rap. got the energy. That song's got a fast BPM. Gets your blood pumping. Well, let me Teenage tell you. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Listen, I'm going to... Heroes on the half shell. Turtle power. Um, the guy who played Baxter Stockman in this, I totally thought for the first 20 minutes as I was watching it, it was a William H. Macy. Yeah, he's got that look. He's got that look. Yeah. It could have been William H. Macy. He was... He was. Uh, I got to pay for my kids to get into college. We, for our old... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> got to blame it on my wife. Oh. Use some of that Desperate Housewives money. Um, in our VHS uh, night that we do from time to time, we watched a, a made-for-TV movie... 
called The Boy Who Loved Trolls. Oh, I thought it was The Wool Cap. Um, because th- there was a made-for-TV movie that he made where he played a guy who knitted wool caps. No, in fact, in in The Boy Who Loved Trolls, he played a turtle. He did. Ophody. Yeah. Ophody. <laughs> no, no. No, Ophody was oh, Sam oh, Watterson's Sam, character, uh, he who was, was a troll. He was the troll. But William H. Macy it was, uh, was a turtle. Einstein or something was his name. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, like, you're saying Sam Watterson with his eyebrows played a troll? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, this this movie had Sam Watterson. It was insane. William H Macy and there was some other like named actor. Yeah, who's it in was it. completely fucking off the wall, bonkers, ridiculous. The National Associate for Tro- Association for Troll Boy Love. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, after after the episode where you guys said you were making up songs. Oh, uh, about <laughs> uh, about kissing your son. <laughs> yeah, or fucking your son, or any. I had that in stuck between. in my head for days. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, maybe that would make this album more bearable if we made all of the <laughs> all of the songs about all the lyrics about fucking your son. Oh, or you know, in you, his case, fucking turtles. Yeah. Fucking turtles. Interspecies love. You know who else was in the Boy Who Loved Trolls? Tom Savini. Okay. Oh, from um, uh, neither the. Uh, None of the dead, right? He's a uh, he's, he's a renowned visual effects artist. He's done like pr- he's done like shit for every horror movie ever, pretty much. Yeah, and he was in Dawn of the Dead, both the original and the remake. Yep, and he did all the makeup for him too. Okay, well, cool. Next song great. is called. It's really hard to talk about this album. I know, without I know. It, off it, it, that's why I just want to. You got to move it along. Here. All right. Well, this one's called Pizza Power, <laughs> and this is the first song that's sung by all four turtles. Wow. Including Leonardo, who's voiced by Cam Clark, who did the voice of Liquid Snake in Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> great. Here we go. <laughs> so this is that Pizza Hut, Pizza Ganda <laughs> creeping in. It's not the worst song on the album. Pizza, this no. is what Pizza Gate was referring to. <laughs> <laughs> There's a See, grand maybe they Check the basement. They're living, they're living in the sewers. Look in the sewers. <laughs> oh. Maybe they should have just did product placement for like all of the songs. Like, yeah. Well, this no is the- Coke. Just Pepsi. <laughs> this is the only song that's actually on brand. Like, this is the first time right. they've sung about, other than Tubin, I guess. Oh, uh, you know, some of the bet that the Turtles actually do on the show. Um, but yeah, I think I turned out the way I did from, you know, because from a young age, the Turtles taught me that all you need for strength are carbs, cheese, and pepperonis. I mean, it's true. That's why Listen, Pizza Power funded this entire ordeal. Like, <laughs> there's like a lot uh, that pizza can do for you and that- us. And that's all you society. need. Society. <laughs> that's true. What other things has pizza funded? What other art has pizza? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, you will. First of all, you're right. Pizza Gate. Pizza has funded uh, child, tra- child sex trafficking. <laughs> yep. Uh, the pizza- Democrats are covering it up. Yep. They're all check involved. the basement. Check the sewers. Check the sewers. April is a is a liberal cuck. 
April is a child molester. I mean, she's, right? Yeah. I mean, she is hanging out with fucking and a beast, meaty thigh and doing teenagers. Yeah, they really. Now that you How mention it, how deep does the rabbit hole go? <laughs> April's face when they bring up the interspecies. Oh my god, is so funny. She's like, oh, let's move on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because like that's less April, and it's like the actress Sherry Renee Scott. She's like, I don't want to be known as the person who fucked all these turtles, <laughs> these <laughs> child turtles. And she was like 21 at the time too. Like that was probably her first gig. Yeah. I think it was the first gig for everyone involved on oh, this. Definitely. I was looking up the credits and like definitely. there's some people who got work in the industry like 10 years after this and I, there's like nothing between Turtles and 2002 and it's like <laughs> yeah I can see getting blacklisted for a while because of this. I had to do community theater. <laughs> Sentenced to two years of community theater. <laughs> do you know how many Tennessee Williams plays I did? Ah <laughs> oh, oh, the man. glass menagerie. Yeah, yeah I don't know about the those pirouetting people pizza boys in the background these little like ballerinas doing their little twirls and turns dressed like pizza hut employees one of I don't the know dancers. what kind of gigs I would love to be known that. as a pirouetting pizza boy that's my goal in life <laughs> one of the dancers is uh played by the guy uh from Saved by the Bell who played the the Tom Cruise Johnny Dakota actor for the No Hope with Dope episode. Oh, oh classic. God, these deep cuts, the one, Scott. The Unbelievable. One where, I, I'm loving it. The, the one where uh, Somebody Zach Morris to totally fucking narks on a guy just trying to like be like, hey, you want... Because he's, like, he's an actor and he's like, I need to relax. And he's like, not with drugs, you don't. Yeah. It's not even fucking like... Asshole. He doesn't even pressure him to smoke the weed. He's just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to smoke this joint if that's cool. And he just <laughs> snitches him out to the entire administration. <laughs> fucking dick. Fuck Zach Morris. Zach Morris is trash. Isn't there like a blog dedicated to that? There's uh, a video series. Yeah. Yeah, it's really right. funny. Zach Morris is trash. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to that. Yep. Thanks, Funny or Die. Yeah. Um, Thanks for nothing. Thanks for not. One of the dancers is that guy. He's one of the Tubin dancers. I'm just trying to think about because, again, like, I keep coming back to Simpsons Sing the Blues and, like, the audacity of, like, being on the top of the world and thinking and merchandising everything out and, and you know, just, like, being like, everybody will just buy this. Like, what if they did a live tour? <laughs> I would have loved that. Like, at just, least if they did they the didn't. songs from Sing- Simpsons Sing the Blues, I think it would have worked a little better than this. Like, you know, I mean, not that that album was good, but it had Do the Bartman. Yeah, Do the Bartman would have done really well live. Like, there's nothing on the level no. of Do the Bartman here. Pizza Power doesn't doesn't do it for you with those no. orchestra hits. I think maybe the next song is oh, the closest yeah. we come to the. This is. Oh, you know, the wild. heights of Do the Bartman. <laughs> oh, my God. The dizzying, dizzying heights. <laughs> this next song, maybe the best. Uh, Musically, is um, this the new Jack Swing one? Uh, but maybe like also about gay conversion therapy. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh yes, great segue. Let's go. This is Walk Street. Never got to mutate. Got to walk straight. No need to mutate. Oh, boy. That 
You gotta be pros poison. You gotta be, be straight. You can't be, be gay. Or you'll go to hell. <laughs> Read the good book. Oh, I'm gonna say right now that like a bunch of meaty thighed turtle boys doing jump splits and knee spins is not the straightest thing in the world. So we're already. I wish that they all had high top fades while they were doing this. <laughs> And they ha- they all have like the Tony 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 like uh, <laughs> blazers. Yes, that would be fantastic. But we don't get that. We don't get any of that here. I dig this. I dig the. This one, yeah, it's New Jack Swing. It's got that um, Ghostbusters theme uh, yeah. keyboard. The uh, it's a little bit. Call? It's a little bit of Minneapolis. Uh, yeah, I little, did little say. Princey. Yeah, I would have appreciated the album if it was just all new Jack Swain. Yeah, like right. Well, then it would have been on brand with the '90s. It would have made sense. It was again the same year that the the Batman soundtrack came out. You know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And that's all Prince, right? Yeah, it's all Prince, baby. Bat dance. <laughs> Go back. In your shells, don't come out, don't come out. <laughs> your shells, get back, walk straight, <laughs> talk straight. <laughs> yeah, that part's weird, but it does have a nice little beat and it has that little riff. And it's that's, yeah, that's that's something. That's something well, that riff sounded like I'll it take reminded anything. me of Inspector Gadget. Like, oh, yeah, yep, I could, I could see that. Um, it doesn't have any message besides maybe being about conversion therapy, though. Like, what is what is this? Would would this be referring to? Like, walk straight? What? Who? <laughs> I think that they're telling him. Like, I think they're trying to say like, be yourself or something. Well, yeah, but it, it's supposed to be be true to you, but oh. it's super like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any other things to say about walk straight. No, I just want to say it's uh, the least terrible. I, I, if it, you suppress your gay urges, you too could mutate into a uh, powerful uh, ninja teenage turtle. ninja turtle. Yeah, yeah. But you can never have sex with April. But you can <laughs> lust after her forever. Okay, Oprah. Let's you, let's change topics. You can have sex with April with your weird turtle dick with the wide that gets wider at Ooh, the head. What? Yeah, Is that how are? turtles? Dicks? What have what? you been looking up? Turtles have weird dicks. Everyone knows this. Wait, I don't know this. I know that like snakes ducks. have like corkscrew dick or, That's or ducks. ducks. I think snakes do too. Ugh. I don't know. And like, uh, aren't, welcome back aren't, to like, right, here's my you again. <laughs> The terrifying sex organs of male turtles. It's an oh, article. No, oh. it's huge, and oh. it looks like this. <gasps> what? Hold on a second. It's a lobster claw. <laughs> oh my god! It's a nightmare. She can't peel her eyes away from the screen right now. Oh listeners. my god! Wow. Oh, it's very bad. This is a very bad. Show Scott. Share the will. Oh God, dear, please. That's what a rock lobster now is. Stop these, le- everyone at the same time. Google turtle penises. Let's get this trending. <laughs> Hashtag Hashtag turtle penis Turtle penis Heroes in a half shell Hasht- Turtle penis Here- <laughs> Oh man We just gotta curse uh, Mike Dunn's Search history for all time It's been cursed man. I know I mean, that is a truly cursed image. Podcast, so, so <clears throat> all right. Well, I guess that's time to as time as any to move on. Oh, yeah, here's another weird one. No treaties. Oh God, yeah. What from Hamilton? Te- te- yeah, some foreign <laughs> policy advice from our friends, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Let's go. You see 
like, yeah. Uh, all right. So I don't know if this is about the Gulf War <laughs> or Granada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is at stake in this war? Like, is more pizza, less pizza? I think so. Music I think, forever being gone. I think Wait, maybe this is one of the. I kind of wish music was gone forever if, after if this, this was, album. If this was '89, Shredder, take it away. Shred this album. Shred if, all evidence of it. If this was '89, '90, this would have been the Cold War. So he should have opened up the song with Mr. Gorbachev take down this wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and no treaties after the war. So there's no, there's no, you know. Well, all right. So I think this is probably one of the couple of songs that ties into the narrative of the show, which is, you know, they're fighting against Shredder who's trying to destroy music. But saying no treaties after the war implies that they slaughter everyone. Yeah. Right? Like, they're, they're, if mean, there's any, in case there's any confusion. Well, Raphael is based after Benito Mussolini. So. The, the story is the Turtles are playing a concert. Shredder comes and plays a concert instead. Says he's going to destroy music. And make all and of the world music. his slave. Because just he, one. Just one. All music is gone, and then he... Be, when music's gone, he becomes the leader of the world. Uh, um, and the turtles <laughs> say, hey, we won't let that happen. We will slaughter and flay the Shredder and his entire <laughs> army of soldiers. No treaties, no prisoners. Let God sort them out. Kumate, Kumate, Kumate. Who needs Game of Thrones when you have fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and they're eternal? Just like Kickboxer. <laughs> oh, my God. They're a... Yeah. <sighs> No treaties. When did Raphael no become like the Tyler Durden of the Ninja Turtles? <laughs> Mike, say you fell down some stairs. I fell down some stairs. <laughs> oh, man. I wish I had fallen down some stairs instead of... I don't have any other notes for this, guys. What, what do we no, got? I, mean, I think I summed it up. You have to kill them all. You okay. have to kill every foot soldier. There is kind of a sick guitar solo in there. I mean, you not mean the sick, but there's a, there's a guitar. <laughs> there's one guitar. He has a three-string guitar. <sighs> I mean, you know, that's just the President of the United States of America. They have the same setup, right? Three-string guitar, two-string bass. They and still they made similarly well. would advise us not to make any treaties after the war. <laughs> <laughs> Someone comes for your peaches, you know what to do. Anyway, this next song. Spell toss salad and scramble eggs. We're all looking at our phones. Okay. This one's called Cowabunga. Oh, this is my least favorite song. And that's saying something. We this- call the play. Oh, this one's a rap. Yo, there's Donatello. Even for a turtle. He's mellow. <laughs> it's simple. It's simple what makes him grin. Just give him anything. Give him anything. Give him anything that you plug in. If it's got to do with a chip or a bit, energy that just won't quit. Now, uh, right. That's, I'm, we're uh, quitting. We're quitting. You didn't play my favorite part of the song, which is when he says, It sounds like I'm gonna keep rapping. I'm gonna te- keep talking. <laughs> okay, and then stops and awkwardly <laughs> for like two full bars. <sighs> that's like on Flight of the Concords, the rhinoceros and the hip hop apotamus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I'm the hip hop apotamus. My rhymes are bottomless. 
<laughs> it was exactly that. My favorite rhyme, my favorite uh, line in this was, uh, "What do you think when you can't think of a rhyme?" Personally, for me, it's ending time, and then they still continue for like half a minute. Yeah, yeah. Also, the background music does not match. Yeah, the skittering like Prince beat. Like well, the it also sounds like porn music. It sounds like Skinamax, like softcore porn music. Yeah, I can hear. Yo, where's April? No, no, guys, guys, no. No, no, no. Yikes. April is Raphael's Gumar. <laughs> oh, April, hey, get in here. I hate this. Oh, on. I hate what I've become. <laughs> uh, where's some other good We're lines? not the same people that came into um, this studio over an hour ago. <laughs> uh, cowabunga is my favorite word. I yep. use it all the time if you haven't heard. We heard. Let me tell you, we have heard. I don't know. He rhymes envelope with dope. Which is just, you know, three syllables and then envelope. That's because something's dope. Like, they don't even do that. It's like not even... I don't know. No, no. It, uh, they, they think for some reason that when you rap, you have to you have to pause for 10 seconds between every line. Yeah, so it ends up every single line is offbeat. Yeah. Like, it's all... <laughs> oh, he's not writing the beat well, at all. No one mixed this song or edited this song properly. No. It sounds like, like oh, I can't, I can't rap that fast. Oh, don't worry, just say the words. We'll we'll cut out the pauses and it will, we'll make it flow together. And then, like, this is a live show. <laughs> I don't... <sighs> This, was, li- this is again. They're lip syncing. How much did people? How much? That's the part cost? that I just can't. I can't believe. Pay per back then was like five bucks. No, 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 it was not. No way. No, it was for, for dude, special- cassette tapes were like twenty five dollars. Yeah, I bet dude. this was like forty or this 50 was like bucks. forty bucks. Really? Absolutely, a thousand percent. Because every time I rented Three Men and a Little Lady, it only cost <laughs> five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I'm crancing well, for some dancing. <laughs> we were renting four. T- Turtles and a and a grown lady, so <laughs> you gotta that you know just budgeting wise, it's gonna cost more. Probably twenty five bucks. It was. It cost. It cost legitimate money. How and much I did mean, WrestleMania cost back then? A lot, like sixty bucks. Yeah, because I know that we paid fifteen dollars for the pay per view of New Kids on the Block. I know we. Because I remember my dad saying, I paid $15 for this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did he say? Well, no, you guys just left and went and ate snow cones. Do you, have you brought this up with your dad at any yeah, point? Yeah, he, he does not remember. He literally blocked it out. And my mom, my mom, my dad's like, uh, did we bring Scott to Ninja Turtles? And she's like, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just struck it from the record. <laughs> um, yeah, I wish we could. And honestly, we're so close to being able to do that. So let's... Um, Man, sh- you got to go to the iconic old Boston Garden and you did it to see the Ninja Turtles coming out of their shells. Well, and then, then a few week, uh, few months later, we got to see Larry Bird, one of his last games. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I don't feel bad for you anymore. Fleet Center. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's fucking let's stick a fork in this pizza. Yeah, we got two. Never do that we got two left, right? We got the April song. Yeah, yes. this is the Broadway April's ballad. ballad. This is the only like talented singing that you'll hear because it's Sherry Renee Scott, Toby yeah. Award winner Sherry Renee Scott. So let's hear. Uh, s- I'm out of notes officially. Too, yeah, me too. Way. Yep, same. Here we go. Listen to her try to wring emotion out of this story. I'll keep waiting, believing that my friends will soon be here. Banging turtles, tubing turtles. They're just friends. 
Exhausting. That shit. I, hearing her desperately trying to fucking like just squeeze out any tiny, tiny bit of genuine human uh, connection out of that is just is painful. I to feel him. so bad for Sherry Renee I Scott do. because people bring this up to her and they bring that clip of the interspecies and she's like, guys. I needed money. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, she was, like, very young in this. Because I had a friend who, she's an actress, and when she graduated to pay the bills, she was doing, like, Sesame Street Live, and she was, like, the male lady who hung out with Elmo. Oh, my God, we go full circle with Elmo now. Damn. <laughs> but, like, it's a job. She was doing a job. <laughs> Yeah, And we're doing a job here for you stoppies Except none of us are getting paid And we're just whittling away Our few hours left so on earth tired. Should we start monetizing this? Uh, we're ne- Should we have a pa- Who's gonna pay for Should this? Should we have a Patreon? Who's gonna pay for this? Should we do uh, ex- like extra episodes on Patreon Where we just like No, nobody's gonna pay for this <laughs> I don't know Stoppies, uh, give us money <laughs> Yeah Send us uh Send us money on PayPal for no reason. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, pay us for our service to you. This is this is clearly, we're doing the Lord's work. There's the so co- many va- valuable things to send your money to in this nightmare apocalypse uh, political landscape we're living in. But please, no, send us money so that we can, uh, you know, jerk for off For the price of a cup of coffee, Heather and Mike can. <laughs> <laughs> God. Look, Heather's going to be out of a job soon once they I know, get rid of true. public television. Oh, please stop saying. <laughs> we're both. Yes, we're all I'll, gonna be. I'll still be employed, but I'll take the money. <laughs> we're, uh, yes, no, I'm sure my master's degree at Harvard will not be able to be transferable to any other field, but I'll still be on the street corner with with Scott with our tin cans. Did for, you guys hear that flex right there? I did. <laughs> listen, flex. Listen, it's true. <laughs> oh, this old thing. I'm, <laughs> my master's degree from Harvard. <laughs> I don't. I think that's actually the first time I've mentioned that on the show. No, I know. So actually, you've been very humble. It's only 40. taken 42 episodes. <laughs> 42, whatever. I'm on the 42nd episode. I don't know. Yeah. I lost count. I think we're... So, I mean, if you count the part ones and part twos as single episodes, we're less than... But it's 42... Yeah, 42. ...line items... Yes. ...on the, the receipt. On the receipt that we... That nobody is purchasing. <laughs> as a Hitchhiker's Guide fan, I appreciate that. Hell yeah. <laughs> but this song is not terrible. Um, It's not uh, good I mean, either. it's not good. I think it's competently sung, but I, mean, I wouldn't say it's not terrible. For it's being, bad. For you saying that it's a musical, it sounds the most like a musical. Right, but yes. again, I mean, the concept is so absurd. I'm gonna make my friends I would have preferred... believe in me. Like, what? <laughs> it's still not about anything. I would have preferred, like, a Stevie Nicks-style song, like... Yeah. Just get Stevie Nicks. Or, yeah, just get Stevie Nicks and have her do a Fleetwood Mac album, and then we won't have to talk about this. Stevie Nicks would definitely go tubing with the turtles, if you know what I mean. Do you want to hear about my time with Lindsey Buckingham? (laughs) No. No. Do you want to hear about my time with Leonardo? (laughs) Oh. 
Oh, God. These are the straws. We're grasping at them. All right. He knows let's... his way around the sword. Just like the way winged turtle sings the song. Just like a turtle. Ooh, baby. Ooh. All right, guys. And let's just... I guess just, uh, uh, we should just wrap this up. This finish. is the last song. Which... Count on us. Yep. This is oh, the big fa- culminating climax of this... Uh, Sad, sad experience. So here we go. You gotta fight to be free. You gotta fight for what is right. You gotta fight to be free. But we need your help tonight. There's a rumble starting on the ground. Nowhere on our way. I can't count on them. <laughs> I, can't. I don't trust them. No. Not these turtles. Not these turtles. Not these men in the turtle suits. I trust the video game Ninja Turtles, the cartoon Ninja Turtles, the first two movie Ninja Turtles, and I guess the second cartoon Ninja Turtles too, but not these turtles. Hashtag not my turtles. These turtles do nothing for me. Oh, man. Hashtag not all turtles. <laughs> Let's get these trending stoppies. That's about as likely as anybody paying for this podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> Hashtag not my turtles. Yeah, we have never, and no one has ever, I think. Have we ever gotten a, a, anyone to actually tweet one of the hashtags? No, reviews? no, that's the whole point. Remember, there's we're a still, whole we're backlog. Stoppies. You, you we're know? still waiting for a five paragraph essay on Hinder. Yeah, that's right. Come Where's on. the five paragraph essay on Hinder? I know, because we'll shout you out on our podcast. <laughs> we'll Ooh. read. We'll start a Patreon where uh, for the first Webster's episode we will read your entire Hinder essay. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll proofread your fucking essay about butt rock fucking legends hinder I don't cause I'm broken <laughs> with the lips of a turtle <laughs> sounds so sweet the lips of my son <laughs> <laughs> gotta kiss him real good wait the guy from hinder didn't he also sing with Chad Kroger on the Spider-Man soundtrack sure probably the, they say that a hero can save us knock out straight here and kiss my son <laughs> they say that a turtle can save us not gonna fuck April today <laughs> Um, oh, hey, Stoppies, by the way, I, we went to karaoke this past weekend, and I, uh, you know, I this show has ruined my life to yeah. the extent that I did a Luke Bryan song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got up there and said, that's my kind of night. Oh, I got him. And you know what? I crushed it. Only I all the my boys s- want to wind you up and, and kiss your you son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Anything is better than discussing uh, fucking Count on Us, which is just like a kiss, like kiss for kids kiss bop <laughs> like remember when kiss went i mean i guess unplugged? kiss is for kids Ooh, yeah it sounds like like kiss unplugged it's, like, uh, like when they went without the makeup yeah yeah imagine if fucking... it was like turtles unplugged like stripped down it was just like some like creepy dude <laughs> they're like with like green face paint they're like on. smoking cigarettes and we got Le- leonardo's wearing the the kurt cobain like grandma sweater from unplugged new york Oh, they found Leonardo dead in his uh, home in Seattle. <laughs> From all that tubing. <laughs> you know, they say that Leonardo killed much. himself, but I think April did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Why was she hanging out with those The amount of turtle with? heroin in his body. <laughs> the amount of turtle wax in his he body. Do- he'd been tubing too much, uh, too much H. <laughs> oh, God. Um, we have to do something to make this interesting, because that's the thing, is it's like, this is so... Oh, if, if not for the backstory and the hilarious video, I mean, this would be... And, and the fact that this is, you know... A power ballad about about turtles. Well, I mean, but yeah, you can you can say like, oh yeah, like this is boring without the video, but the video is also boring. It's all boring. Like, well, it's, okay, so going back to the Oprah special, she goes, "Coming up next, they're doing Count on Us," and she rolls her eyes because she thinks she's off camera. Oh she's like, <laughs> "Coming up next, the turtles are doing their new song, Count on Us." <laughs> How did this happen? Damn it, Stedman! <laughs> fucking Stedman. It's I, all Stedman's like, fault. I'm loving this. <laughs> this is my Kikumori. <laughs> I dress up as the turtles and I make her call me Donatello. <laughs> Gale watches. Oh, God. I love... That's a great full circle moment for us to come back to here. Um, well, I guess now's as good a time as any to go ahead and retrospectively look back on the last hour and a half of our lives and um, question everything that we've ever done that's led us to this point. And before we dig into that, let's uh, give this album a little rating. So we do on the show, we rate the albums on a scale of zero to negative five of some quantifier. And uh, as our guest, Scott, you get to choose that quantifier. So um, and you get to be the first person to rate it. So what would you like to give this album? Negative five tubes. Negative five tubes. A series of tubes <laughs> that we don't want to navigate. Also known as April. Ooh. <laughs> okay. All right. So Scott, a negative five tubes. Go ahead and tell me. Tell us why. Okay. So it tries so hard to be wholesome, like a kid's album, but it's so gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um. None of the songs are catchy, uh, except for the new Jack Swing one, which, oh, Walk Straight. I was like, I can't even remember what it's called. Um, and it just, it, it kind of just destroys my childhood. Yeah. It, like, and it makes me question my my parents' trust in me <laughs> to be like, <laughs> let's let this five-year-old pick what he wants to do. I don't know what I'm doing. Why would you let me go to a concert like this? <laughs> That's a great point. What, what were your parents thinking? What were any parents thinking? They were thinking, "Oh my god, if it's I go to this, this, I can or... stop my kid. I can shut my kid up for like an hour and a half." It's either this or that weird Peter Gabriel concert where he dresses up like a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two, <laughs> but never both. Out. <laughs> um, and and as Mike said, it's just this weird Broadway musical that never made it to Broadway. Like, mm. like this is on the par with the Toxic Avenger musical. Oh, I definitely would rather see that. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> you wouldn't. It's terrible. All right, Mike, why don't you go ahead as a as a fellow turtle head, turtle boy? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, this is very bad uh, stuff. <laughs> I think that Let's it's... Let's note, Stoppies, that Mike's head is in his hands, <laughs> or it was, at the very least. <laughs> I think if something is bad enough to be identified as bad by a five-year-old who lives for the entire franchise <laughs> it's based on, his entire life is based around it, who, like, like I... I, I became Michelangelo. That was my goal, and I'm self-actualized. 
And still, as a Michelangelo, Dunn. as a dumb infant, <laughs> knew an, that this was shit. As an embryo, and it's like like the, the songs. The songs are bad, but it also like every everything everything about it. Like the stage production, the acting. It's it's just a it's just a severe misstep every every step of the way, and just such like an obvious cash in. You know, like this is something they could have put effort into. This is something they could they could have milked a little I bit mean, more out of this stone. You know. Mm. Uh, it could have had a better story. How it could much? have had better song. It could have had a lot. They put no effort into into like they they don't even again like just fucking mention Krang in a song for God's sakes. Just say his name. Say the name. Like like identify yourselves as the Ninja Turtles in the songs in a way other than just saying that you're tubing. I'm sorry. The I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give this a negative four point five tubes. tubes. <laughs> I'm only I'm I'm I'll give it a half a point for uh for walk straight. God, what <laughs> for the for, for walk straight? That's not also let's let's be clear. That's also not a good song. <laughs> that's also a very bad song. You're just like um, that new Jack Swing. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a negative four point five, but only it only gets the point five for being thirty minutes long. I really appreciate that's true. it. It is short. That it is short, and on this show, you have to take you know what you can get, and that is all I'm gonna give this. This is negative four point five tubes. I didn't care about the Ninja Turtles. Uh, at all before this uh, listening to this and doing the research made me um, really not feel like I was missing out on anything even though like I appreciate what you guys are saying and I can kind of you know whatever watch the first movie I'm telling you I'm like not gonna do that and that's okay I've already like the spent first my one time is surprisingly dark yeah I mean listen I just guess I don't care about teenage mutant ninja turtles at all like I don't I don't feel like a, a kinship I'm not um, I'm not a grown woman that's gonna hang out with these children I I am not um, I do like pizza so there's that maybe you know that's one thing we have in common everything else about this is uh, is not cool to me it never was cool and I hate it and I wish uh, it didn't happen so negative 4.5 Alright. Alright. So Scott, do you wanna before we before we totally wrap up, we wanna thank you, first of all, for, for doing this with thank us. You, thank you for having me. Thank you for making me relive this. <laughs> yeah. Relive this magic. Um and why don't you tell everybody out there all the stoppies about the writer's bagel basket and where they can find all your shit? Yeah, I have a podcast called Writer's Bagel Basket where I basically go back and I watch stuff. Either it's a couple of years old or I grew up watching it and loving it. And I basically find the how the hell did it get made? Yeah. Or I can't believe it got made because it's so good. Like we coming out, you know, probably when this comes out is uh, Atomic Blonde. We just did Atomic cool. Blonde. Awesome movie. For women who kick ass in spring. So Writer's Bagel Basket, you can find us on SoundCloud. We're on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, our Twitter is a very fucked up. It's at WRTR, Bagel, B-A-G-E-L, Basket, B-S-K-T. Ah, you, you're jumping on the on the bandwagon of no vowels. No, it, it wouldn't let me put in. Oh, no. So they're like, try again. So I did all uh, no vowels, all vowels, no vowels. Okay. Well, there you go. Check out Writer's Bagel Basket and listen to them and support your local indie podcast and support your local community media station and support us, Stoppies. Give us money for no reason. Uh, uh, we're pro- actually we're providing art to the people 
So, and hey, if you want to advertise on this show, yeah, hit us yeah. up. Let's get sued together. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. We're definitely not important enough to get sued. We're well, gonna get sued by Cam Clark. <laughs> who is that? He's the guy who did the voice of Leonardo. Oh my God. Oh. And Liquid Snake. Well, that would have made this episode worth it. No, I'm just kidding. I had a wonderful time with you all. Thank you. Thank you again, Scott. And thank you, uh, thank you Stoppies, for listening to the show. Uh, as always, you can check out our stuff at www.makeitstoppodcast.com or makeitstoppodcast at gmail.com if you want to write to us or, um, you know, approach us with ad uh, campaigns. Pizza Hut, if you... Pizza Hut, yeah. I think we <laughs> could read your some copy underwriting. real good. Yeah, totally. Um, and, uh, yeah, and we're on Twitter I'll and read Facebook. your copy in a racist Japanese accent like Splinter should have. <laughs> okay, oh, that's how we get more sponsors. That's yeah. How we Ooh, yikes. We are not going to do that. Um, no. And I, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, we're at Make It Stopcast, and you can find us on, you know, iTunes and Spotify or wherever else you get your podcast. And once again, we're going to hype it up. Hype, hype, hype. June 2nd, Sunday, June 2nd, we are going to be doing a live taping of Make It Stop at our new uh, Vox Pop location in Assembly Square. We are going to have a bunch of very funny comedians come on and discuss a very uh, notoriously terrible album that none of us have heard yet, and it's, hopefully you haven't either. I imagine nobody nobody I, has. I listened to it for the... Well, I, I've listened to it. That's all I'll say. Okay. Uh, but uh, that's going to be... Su- that's super. I'm super excited for this show. That's going to be great. Yes. We'll get an event page up for that soon. We it's sure going to be free to the public, so... I'm sure if we'll you're have stop- it up by now. If you're a stoppy and uh, and, and you've been listening here you know this is us giving back to you free show free comedians uh, and, uh, we're gonna have multiple guests who've appeared on the show before which one should we which one should we give them first which one should we tell oh, them oh I don't know which one are we most sure is actually I think chronologically I know um, probably one of the earliest guests on the show and actually one of the most popular episodes we, ke- we keep getting lots of downloads for this one but um, but Nick Ortolani from the uh, Metallica and Lou Reed Lulu episode is gonna be and also a very funny uh comedian in his own right is going to be our first guest that we're announcing so all right now, so you, that's, know. now you know and there's going to be even more to come more to and, come uh, we want to see their stoppies you know especially our stoppy buddy in in sweden i want yes. you to fly out for fly this fly out we'll, we'll put you up at least if you've ever wanted to visit boston now's the time yeah yeah we'll, we'll put you up in at the assembly row i know <laughs> i know an entrance to legoland. the mall that you legoland can, yes that you we'll can put you squat up in yeah that'll be great you can uh, squat at the MacGuffins in the AMC movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thanks, Dobbies. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. The Make It Stop podcast is recorded at the Boston Free Radio podcast studio located at Somerville Media Center in Union Square in Somerville. It is produced and edited by Heather McCormick, and the music that we use for our show has been produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.